Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. I'm Bob Lovell, and we're glad you're with us on Championship Friday night. We have three champions crowned tonight or today. We have three more coming up tomorrow on high school football. Right now, though, the man with all that information on a very busy weekend is Network Indiana's Brendan King. Coach, you're the best. Let's get right to it. The IHSAA Football State Finals at Lucas Oil Stadium. Plenty of sound coming up here at the top of the hour, beginning the morning earlier today with Class A for the third straight time. Indianapolis Lutheran taking on Adam Central, and for the third straight occasion, it was Lutheran winning the state title. Here's John Herrick. It is celebration time for the Saints of Lutheran. Back to back to back. A three-peat for the Lutheran Saints. They have won 43 consecutive games, 17 straight in the tournament. And for the third year in a row, they knock off Adams Central. Your final score this year, Lutheran 35, Adams Central 28. It's a three-peat for Indianapolis Lutheran. Their head coach, Dave Pash, after the game on the IHSAA Champions Radio Network, along with Scott Agnes. If, if you're into football and football language and lingo, uh, it's all about numbers. And when they gave us a, you know, they gave us a light box, we ran it, and our offensive line was good. Uh, when they wanted to play, you know, a thin coverage on us, we had the ability to get behind them and uh, exploit that a little bit. And uh, defense did everything they had to do. Dave Pash, he knows a thing or two about winning state titles. But as does this next program, Class 3A, Bishop Schuttard over Heritage Hills. 35-7, Jimmy Cook with the championship call. And that will do it. For the fourth time in five years and a record-extending 17th time overall, the Bishop Chittard Trojans are state champions. They defeat Heritage Hills here in the Class 3A state title game in dominating fashion, 35-7. That's back-to-back state titles for Rob Doyle and company, but even more so, all-time in state championship game, Chittard is 17-1. Coach Doyle after the game with Kelsey Casper. Well, it starts off with a great group of seniors, and this this group is special. Uh, to go 15-0 and 0 with our schedule is not an easy thing to do. Uh, so the fact that they had that goal and, they, and the accomplishment, it was just fun to, uh, to be, be with them for the ride. And just going final from Class 5A, we will have the sound here in just a little while. We'll get you that later on in the night. 5A, Fort Wayne Snyder over Decatur Central, 33-6. Not only did Snyder rush for 254 yards, 235 of those belonged to Uriah Buchanan, two touchdowns. Both touchdowns were long ones, an 80-yard touchdown score in the first half. Then in the second, Buchanan rattled off a 95-yard touchdown run. They held Decatur Central completely out of the end zone. Decatur Central had a field goal in both the first and second quarter. Here's what's coming up tomorrow from Lucas Oil Stadium. Class 2A takes the stage first at 11 a.m. of the call along with Jim Leisure and Mark Forrester on the IHSAA Champions Radio Network between Fort Wayne Bishop Lures and North Posey. Lures is 11-3. North Posey is 13-1. and 
Should be a good one to start the morning. That'll then take us in the Class 4A Northwood battles East Central, the defending champs. East Central's 14-0. Northwood is 12-2. Mark Forrester on the play-by-play. Matt Service is the analyst. Kurt Darling will be on the sidelines for that one on the radio side. And then Class 6A, Crown Point against Ben Davis. The Giants are 12-1. Crown Point at 13-0. Crown Point's first time down to Indianapolis for a state title. Greg Reichstraw with the play-by-play. Matt Surface again will be the analyst. And Scott Agnes will be back on the sideline. College basketball today. Number 9 Duke beat Southern Indiana 80-62. to That was down in Durham, but the Screaming Eagles led 35-31 at halftime. And Butler gets a win against Penn State in the ESPN Events Invitational. 88-78 was the final. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Tomorrow, championships will be decided. Uh, some great championships. The day starts at 11 o'clock tomorrow morning with the 2A battle between Fort Wayne tonight. Excuse me, uh, Fort Wayne Bishop Lures and North Posey. I talked with North Posey's Adam Schenk earlier in the week. Here's that conversation. Coach, what a great thrill. You and the Patriots coming back to play in Lucas Oil Stadium for a championship. Been a while since you've been here, but a tremendous season for you and your kids, and I congratulate you. Thank you, man. It's been uh, it's been an awesome ride for our guys and um, a wild 48 hours, like you said, that uh – you know, to win a to win a uh, semi state, and then you start prepping prepping for uh, you know Bishop Lewer's team. It's going to be a real challenge in state finals. But our, our community is really excited. Our kids are excited for the opportunity, and uh, we're happy to be here. When you're getting together and you're doing putting everything together for the summer, where you're going to go, what camps, and your workout schedule, and all that, were we talking about state championship? We were internally. Um, we we uh, were, were like it kind of where we were. We returned 21 of 22 starters from a nine-win team, and um, you know had won nine nine years back or nine games back-to-back years with really the same group of kids. Right. Um, so you know we, we had high expectations, but also liked the uh, fly under the radar, play the underdog role. But um, you know our guys were confident coming in that we could we could have a special group. But you know how it is; you got to stay healthy. The ball's got to mount your way every now and then, and we've been fortunate enough to, to do both those things. Was there a game or a series of games where you really felt that the kids came together and you could tell that they, this could be a reality? I think uh, it, the loss, you know, the loss at Heritage Hills to a really good Heritage Hills team, a team that's that's at state finals as well. Um, you know, we went in there, we battled some adversity, we lost our quarterback in the second half, um, played a, a really good team to a 10-0 game on the road in a pretty hostile environment, and we, we left that game knowing um, that this group could compete with anybody and uh, we got a chance to be pretty special. What makes him so special? Tight-knit group. I mean, a lot of you know, 17 seniors, these kids have, have grown up together. Um, you know, they, they, they care about North Posey football. Um, they care about this community. Uh, you know, they're, they're unselfish kids who just want to want to be kids, play football, and have fun. And uh, it's been a formula that's worked for them. It's a pretty good gig. <laughs> be kids, play football, and have some fun. <laughs> no, no wonder you're winning. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's we always talk as a staff, you know, we just got to let these guys be who they are. And, um, you know, they get a little goofy on us sometimes at practice or a loose group. But uh, when, it's time to, when it's time to kick it in and do what they do well, uh, we can always rely on them. And, uh, 
that's what's been fun to watch. I mean, they're just they're they're they're, they're the one of the few groups I've ever coached who can just flip the switch and go play, and uh, that makes it fun weeks of practice, and it also makes it fun on Friday nights. Well, who are they offensively and defensively? Uh, it starts with Liam Stone. You know, he's our quarterback. He's a three-year starter for us, uh, a three-year All-Conference kid. Um, he also plays defensive back for us, but he's kind of the he's kind of the you know the general out there on the field and kind of controls what we do um, and they rally behind him you know Jed Galvin's only a junior but he's been with this group as a starter since a freshman um, the kids have a lot of confidence in him uh, he's a pretty quiet kid but at the same time he, he uh, he's a player and uh, defensively you know we kind of rally behind Jace Gower he's a middle linebacker who really missed the majority of, of his sophomore and junior years to injuries um, having him back has, has made us a different football team um, his vocal leadership uh, both in games and in practice has really made made this a, a much better football team tell me about uh, lures obviously uh, play a great schedule yeah. uh, have the tradition the history uh, it's a daunting challenge that you have yeah, you know, uh, trying to get our guys not to look too much at, at the history of, of lures because, like you said, it is a little daunting. But, uh, you know, they're big. Uh, they're physical. They're athletic. Um, they got all the things you need to be a really good football team. Uh, you know, they spread the ball around to multiple receivers. They run the ball effectively. Um, and they're big, again. So we're going to have we're gonna have a, uh, a huge challenge ahead of us. Uh, but at the same time, I feel I feel like our guys have been able to do the things uh, that you got to win, got to do to win at this point in the season. And if we can do that one more time, we've got a shot to win a state title. I wish you the best. Thank you. Appreciate you having us. That's Coach Waylon Shank from um, North Posey. The Vikings, 13-1, and coming in, taking on Fort Wayne Bishop Lures uh, tomorrow at Lucas Oil Stadium at 11 o'clock for the 2A championship. Great, great job uh, by North Posey. The uh, Vikings have had a fantastic game. I mean, seriously, 13-1. and Number one, it's hard to win. Certainly, number it's hard to win at that level. North Posey, great in terms of uh, statistically. They are a very solid team. They score 39 points a game. Uh, they give up uh, 10, just a little over 10 points a game. And uh, you know, on the other side, uh, it's a Fort Wayne Bishop Lures team defensively uh, just locking people up. So should be a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun tomorrow. We'll come back, talk more about IHSAA State Finals football action. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Quickly rolling through the final scores from today in the IHSAA Football State Finals at Lucas Oil Stadium. The morning started with Class A, Indianapolis Lutheran, a three-peat. They hold on against Adams Central, 35-28. Most points that we saw combined between two teams today. The next two, defensive approaches and offensive outbursts for both Chatard and Fort Wayne Snyder. Chatard finishes the year at a perfect 15-0, hammering Heritage Hills 35-7, and then in Class 5A, Fort Wayne Snyder took care of Decatur Central. That was a final of 33-6. to Talked about it earlier, there was some college basketball played today. Some pretty good games from around the Hoosier State. We'll start with Ball State's 92-74 victory over Arkansas Pine Bluff. 
How about the Evansville Purple Aces? They are a perfect 5-0 and to begin the season. Evansville in overtime outlasts Chattanooga 85-77. And Indiana State picked up the win over Toledo in Las Vegas 76-74. Sycamores are 5-1. and And also Josh Schertz's team, they went a perfect 3-0 and in the Bulldogs Classic in Henderson, Nevada, just outside of Vegas. Number 9 Duke held on against Southern Indiana that's right in Durham 80 to 62 screaming Eagles were on top of the Blue Devils 35 31 at halftime and Butler takes a win out of the ESPN events invitational getting by Penn State by 10 88 78 I'm Brendan King Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven to Save Lives.org is their website. Brendan King, our scoreboard update anchor for the night, the star of our show. We'll be in action tomorrow morning from the IHSAA Champions Radio Network for the 11 o'clock start of the Fort Wayne Bishop Lures North Posey matchup. Before we talk about football, your Bulldogs with a very impressive win over Penn State today. How about that? Yeah, much needed, especially, Coach, because the Dogs, you know, they played well against FAU, Florida Atlantic, but uh, lost the rebounding battle. And, of course, that's a big part of why FAU and Dusty May went to the Final Four last year because they were just so relentless on the boards. And Butler kind of fell into trouble there. But, yeah, I think he needed a win. I like Penn State, Coach. Of course, Micah Shrewsbury went to Notre Dame. Right. And Penn State replaced him with Mike Rhodes from VCU. And I I don't know Coach Rhodes well, but I can say that I interviewed him when he took VCU to the NCAA tournament. And, of course, the tournament was here exclusively in Indy in 2021. I was a big fan of him. He was very nice, and uh, I thought he was extremely smart. And I think he's the right hire at Penn State. But, yeah, I think uh, getting back to – how we started this big win for butler much needed win at that and um you know a little concerning that the dogs have had struggles rebounding they were much better at that today but you're gonna have to take care of that if you're thad mata and crew because if you can't rebound in the big east coach uh, you're gonna fall behind pretty quick yeah it'll be uh be kind of hard to win so all right tell me about this game we've already talked about it a little bit but you have lures and uh, North Posey, you heard yeah. my conversation with Coach Shank. Um, it's a, a little contrast in styles, is it not? Yeah, well, first, I'm a big fan of Coach Shank. I know he called in last week, but you know, I had a chance to talk with him on Monday, and he, he was awesome. He's the athletic director as well at North Posey. His wife is the softball coach, and he, he kind of made a joke. <laughs> he, he made a joke that uh, his wife has really taken the back seat and supportive seat. So he goes, I'm going to I'm gonna try to lend her a hand on the softball field as well. So uh, that, that was funny talking on Monday. But, yeah, I think you know North Posey, they come in at 13-1. and one. You talked about it at that earlier. They're a deserved 13-1. and one. You know, you talked about it in your interview, Coach, that their only loss was to Heritage Hills. And, you know, Heritage Hills played today, mm-hmm. lost to a Chittard That's team. Right. That, uh, right. Chittard's fantastic, but I don't think that takes away at all how strong of a year Heritage no. Hills had. What I will say is, look, Heritage Hills, offensively, they're one of the better teams in the state this season. And that game, it was a weird game. I think he brought it up to you. It was a final of 10 nothing uh, mm-hmm. in that Heritage Hills uh, North Posey game. And that goes along with what North Posey has done all year. They have you know, giving up about 10 points a game. That's top 10 in the state. So 
you know, it's going to be tough against a Fort Wayne Bishop Lures team tomorrow that uh, is kind of an air raid, more so type offense. They do run it a lot, but they are definitely not afraid to throw. Their quarterback is senior Cohen McKenzie. Over 1,800 passing yards this year, 20 passing touchdowns. So uh, North Posey's for sure is going to have to be ready for an air attack. Well, um, my son-in-law is a Lures graduate. I knew that. So he's fired up. Like he, you know, he called me from Florida uh, today trying to get the inside scoop. And I said, look, it should be a great game. I said, I'd, I'd like to be optimistic, uh, but I'm, I'm Switzerland on these kinds of things. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm very neutral in, t- in terms of how I approach these games. I want, I want both teams to win, but it, it should be – should be it should be a lot of fun. I don't think there's any question that you know today uh, was fun to get it started. So the second game tomorrow, uh, you you have the uh, you know you have the matchup between uh, excuse me Lures and, and North Posey. Then you have I think uh, the four A game Northwood and East Central. Man oh man, twelve and two versus fourteen and zero. East Central won it a year ago. Um, I'm going to talk to Nate Andrews here in a few minutes. Um, I had a conversation with him earlier in the week. Uh, that'll be a good one. And then you have the Crown Point Ben Davis matchup for 6A tomorrow night at 7. These are really, really – I say it every year, but actually mean it. And uh, these should be really uh, three solid, solid football games tomorrow. I think so. And you know, I'm excited to see a you know Craig Buzea-led Crown Point team. I have not watched a Coach Buzea team again since I was in high school uh, when he was at Homewood Flossmore, one of our rivals. So uh, that'll be fun to watch. I think my plan tomorrow, Coach, do the game uh, two-way, maybe go home for a – uh, quick either nap or bite of lunch and then come back for class 6 a and do the big show with you tomorrow night yeah you know what my my day starts at uh indiana uh the indiana F- uh, farmers coliseum for a noon tip with iupui and cleary university love the coliseum um yeah it's at the coliseum so i got that noon start then i'm going to drive back uh, through town uh, stopping at Lucas Oil Stadium to watch <laughs> some football and uh, then finding my way back to Franklin to do a radio show. Uh, and at my advanced age, that's a long day, to be honest. I know you can do it. I know you got it in you. Uh, no, I, I, no, I can't. I have to. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. I have a few commitments. I, I've got to. I've got to come through on them. And so, uh, I'm. I'm excited. I think it's. You know, it's. I love this time of year. Um, I'm. I'm. I'm a sap. I, I love um, holidays. Being able to be with your families. I understand the importance of it. And. Um, football, basketball, convergence, you know, boys basketball. Girls are already playing off to a great year. Spent some great, great games. Boys tipped it off this week. So be a, a bunch of games coming up, not tonight, but a bunch tomorrow. A bunch of really good matchups tomorrow night. So we may squeeze in some basketball tomorrow night, but we're talking, we're talking football. And it's hard for me to believe that we are crowning champions in high school football because it just seemed like we – Got started not long ago on a high school football season. It's always how it goes. You feel like, I mean, middle of August, that flies by, baseball season ends, and before you know it, it's Thanksgiving weekend, you're lighting the Christmas tree on the circle. When do you report for spring training? 
Ooh, that's a good question. I have not gotten my schedule yet, but uh, next assignment, Coach, uh, Cubs convention in Chicago, weekend of January 12th. So catch up with the boys, and then uh, that's really the last bit of the offseason before pitchers and catchers report. You are living the life, quite frankly. You, you know, Cubs, you South Bend Cubs in the, in the summer, hanging out with Indiana Sports Talk in the fall and the winter. I'm not so sure I wouldn't want to be you in my next life. Pretty good gig. I'm a lucky guy, Coach, to hang around. Keep Just keeping the big chair warm for you. That's all I'm doing. I I appreciate that. Brendan King, well done. Well done. We'll talk we'll talk more, but he's going to have some fun tomorrow if you're uh, <clears throat> you know not able to uh watch the games, listen to the IHSA radio, the Champions Radio Network portion. You can catch Brendan doing the 2A game tomorrow. And you'll hear him tomorrow night. Scoreboard updates every 15 minutes. So coming up, we're going to spend some time talking about the games that were played today. Some of my media colleagues are going to join us and track down a coach or two. We're also going to spend time talking about the games tomorrow. Uh, So we'll talk uh, with uh, Jake Miners, the head coach at uh, East Central. Uh, they'll be taking on Northwood in the 4A game. We'll also talk with Coach uh, Nate Andrews and then uh, Coach Russ Mann from Ben Davis who will be coaching Ben Davis in their matchup with the Crown Point. So those coaches are coming up. Conversations I had with them earlier uh, in the week. Also coming up, Greg Rakestraw. You know that name. You love him. And rightfully so. He was working some television today, be doing some radio and TV tomorrow. Hardest working man in the business. He has the Snyder win over Decatur Central. We'll talk to Greg after this coming uh, school board update with Brendan King. A reminder, don't forget to join us next weekend. We're going to start talking basketball. You know, I I consciously hold off on the basketball talk uh, to get through football. Uh, everybody, you know, try to try to separate. So that's coming up next weekend. We're going to get full in into the basketball season. And thank you so much for listening tonight because it's um, busy night. Championships nights are always, always fun. Don't forget to also send us tweets um, at X, uh, at IND Sports Talk, hashtag IST. Uh, you can reach us that way. Pictures scores, whatever you want. Greg Rakesraw coming up after the scoreboard update on Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Again, the day has concluded. First evening of the IHSAA Football State Finals of 2023. Class A, Indianapolis Lutheran three straight over Adams Central. 35-28 was the final to begin the morning. That was followed by Class 3A, Chatard all-time incredible. 17-1 in state championship games. Chatard 37, Heritage Hills 7. And just concluding, a short time ago at Lucas Oil Stadium, 33-6, Fort Wayne Snyder topping Decatur Central. Snyder finishes the year at 13-1. and And what a day it was for Fort Wayne Snyder on the ground. 254 yards of rushing attack. Defensively as well, Snyder held Decatur Central to under 100 rush yards and under triple digits on pass yards as well. How about the Pacers? They get a win over the Pistons tonight. 
Hammering Detroit 136-113. Pacers are 8 and 6. Pistons are just 2 and 13. Now, Detroit did get a big night from Cade Cunningham, former number one overall pick. He had 31 points, but Indiana got 26 from Tyrese Halliburton. He went 5 of 13 from beyond the arc. Also, Miles Turner, a 23-point and 10-rebound double-double. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Greg Rigstraw joins me from the IHSAA Champions Network. Today had the television call of the 4A championship game. And uh, also, uh, you'll have the 6A game tomorrow night. Greg Rigstraw, thank you so much. You had a good, a good solid uh, game there that's a fun game the 4a battle was a a good one um and and i think you know you've done this before it's not your first day but it was um um wait a minute no i'm I'm reading this all wrong you did the 5a game tonight with the snyder indicator central you'll be doing the 4a tomorrow i did not go into the future and do the 4a game no sir no well you know you're talented but i'm giving you too much credit snyder 33 (laughs) six winners over decatur central snyder uh obviously locks them up defensively today that's the story in this ball game correct uh and, and it was it was the style of game i thought we thought it would be but i don't think anybody expected a 27 point win by snyder uh, because these two teams appeared to be as similar as any that were playing each other in the state championship this year. And again, it was 10-6 at halftime. Uh, it was 13-6 well into the third quarter. But Uriah Buchanan's two long touchdown runs of 80 and 95 yards, that was primarily offense for Fort Wayne Snyder in this one. Uh, but as Brendan King talked about it in the update, the overarching story of this one is the fact that Decatur Central finished with 158 yards of total offense. Bob against three good teams the last three weeks, against Harrison, Whiteland, and Bloomington South, they ran for 341, 342, and 413. That's just running the football. And they could never get on track. 31 yards of offense in the second half. Snyder finishes the season by shutting out Merrillville and holding Decatur Central to two field goals. Snyder, defense, and big plays in offense lead them to their third football state championship. I'm trying to comprehend an 80 and a 90-yard touchdown run by the same kid in the same game. I'm still trying to grasp that concept. Yeah, 254 yards rushing in total for Fort Wayne Snyder. 235 for Uriah Buchanan. 23 carries with those 235 yards. Uh, it is not the longest carry in a 5A state championship game. Mm-hmm. It's not the longest carry by a Snyder Panther in a 5A championship game because the great Von Dunbar had a 96-yarder against Carmel right. in the 5A game back in 86. The overall longest gain in a, in a state championship game was by a new pal running back uh, in the 2014 uh, 4A winning against New Prairie. They went for 98 yards, but uh, it's up there. And what a night it was for Uriah Buchanan. Yikes. All right, so tomorrow you're doing the 4A game with uh, East Central and Northwood. You're also doing the 6A championship game with Ben Davis and Crown Point. Those are those are those should be really uh, two really solid football games. Well, I was lucky enough to be the voice of the Ron Cowley Rebels at the time for four years, and three of those ended – in state championship game appearances, two of those were state title mm-hmm. wins. 
Obviously, Cathedral uh, in, in the five-class system was usually in 4A. Since we've gone to six classes, they've been 5A or 6A that entire time. And, and I, I, I respond to your question with that, saying I've seen some phenomenal 4A teams. Um, I'm not sure East Central isn't the best one because <laughs> what they are doing to people is scary. Mm-hmm. Um, to give you an idea, East Central beat Cincinnati Moeller, who also was beaten by Center Grove and Ben Davis during the course of the year. I bring that up because Moeller's playing in the large school classification semifinals in Ohio this weekend. They're still playing. They're holding three against Indiana teams, and East Central is one of them. Uh, Martinsville, for example. Beat Decatur Central, who's in the 5A championship game tonight. East Central throttled Martinsville in the sectional, being 56-20. So, you know, what... What East Central is doing, they've been good for a long time. But, man, the talent they have put together. Josh Ringer has 57 touchdowns this year. Um, mm. A lot of schools didn't <laughs> score 57 touchdowns this year. Mm-hmm. He has 57. That is second best in the nation this year with 342 points. Wow. Um, for, for, all, for all the success that the Trojans have had, especially in the last 30 years, and their multiple state championship trips, they have never had a team like this one. Now, no, um, no one has stopped East Central all year, and as good as Northwood is, I don't think they're going to stop them either. What Northwood can do, though, and what Northwood has, is explosive playmakers at wide receiver. Nitro Tuggles going to Georgia, Josiah Edmonds going to Michigan, and they line up on wow. opposite sides of the ball. I think Northwood mm-hmm. has a chance to put some points up which, oh, by the way, nobody's done all year on East Central either. They've allowed 73 points all season, 48 of those to two teams, Martinsville and Moeller. Bob, they blanked New Pal last week. That was wow. the first yep. time in the Kyle Ralph era that New Pal was shut out. First time in mm-hmm. 13 years. So East Central is ridiculously good. I think Northwood has enough athletes to maybe keep this game interesting. Maybe. Um, now, on the 6A game, Ben Davis, I have likened this to being a heavyweight fighter in the 70s. They've already beaten Foreman, Frazier, and Ali. Ken Mm -hmm. Norton now waits in the championship match um, because Crown Point is undefeated. (laughs) And clearly, Mm -hmm. they have been the best team outside of Indianapolis in 6A all season long. Ben Davis is really good. Where Ben Davis is best is their linebacking core. Tariko Yasigi, Nylon Brown, Andrew Evans. Um, those guys, once they hit you, you know you don't get extra yards. You tend to go down. Um, how quickly can Crown Point adapt to playing a level of football they have not seen this year? And then for Ben Davis, they have played so well for the last four weeks. Can you keep that mental focus with mm-hmm. one game left to go and knowing you're not playing an Indianapolis area team? To me, those are the question marks going into the 6A championship game tomorrow night. Greg Rakestraw, you'll hear him with us tomorrow night. Tonight he has the uh, 4A, excuse me, 5A championship game. Fort Wayne Snyder, 33-6 winners over Decatur Central. Greg, thanks. Have a great night. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. The legend, Paul Condry, joins us. The uh, Hall of Famer, Indiana Indiana Football Hall of Fame, Indiana Broadcast Sports Writers and Sportscasters Hall of Fame. Uh, founder of the Regional Radio Sports Network, publisher of the Indiana Football Digest. Paul, thanks so much for the call. It's uh, Your Christmas has already begun because this is your, understandably so, favorite weekend of the entire year. 
Yeah, it was a fun day at Lucas Oil Stadium, and obviously with the three champions being crowned, you know, Shatar continues to do what they do and just win. Good win for Snyder tonight. Uh, their defense has just played so well the last two weeks, haven't given up a touchdown in the semi-state or in the state championship. They've been good. Lutheran, uh, well, what can you say? 43 straight wins. That pretty much kind of sums that up. But I thought we saw some good things today. We saw some kids step up and play big, big boy football. You know, we saw it. I know defensively, Colin Guy with three interceptions for Tatar. They just methodically just pounded uh, their opponent, uh, Heritage Hills, today. And, you know, it was really Tatar with 25 first downs. So, I mean, some of the numbers are eye popping. You know, Greg was just talking uh, just moments ago about the great performances uh, offensively by the Snyder group. And uh, what can you say that uh, you got a 95 yard run? and an 80-yard run from Buchanan, and uh, it was a good day of football. The the North, uh, if you're looking at it from a geographical standpoint, <laughs> one, two, the three, and that's always good. It's hard to understand that Chittard's coming from the North. That makes no logistical right. sense to me, no matter how well you slice it. But good day of football. Some teams uh, happy for Dave Pash, especially because, you know, uh, when you're playing with uh, that, uh, a streak at 42 games coming in and to be able to – uh, you know, when you're going right. to get everybody Super Bowl every uh, time you step on on the, the field of play and to come through unscathed, I think that speaks volumes for him. He's a great dude. Uh, matter of fact, all the coaches, uh, Kurt Chipman, one of the best coaches, uh, you yeah. know, to win his second state championship special. But I think one thing has been settled is that some of these teams, Lutheran, Adams Central, and Chittard, and Snyder will be moving up another class. Uh, for next year because of the success factor. And, of course, East Central, we automatically know it's going to go on tomorrow. If Lures wins, uh, we know that they're going to be moving up. uh, But also we also know if the numbers are right, Cathedral could be going from 6A down to 5A. So it's certainly setting the stage for what's going to be neat for next year. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Three state championship games to go coming up tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. I'll have the call with you on the IHSAA Champions Radio Network. Fort Wayne Bishop Lures and North Posey. Lures at 11-3, North Posey at 13-1. Of course, the Vikings, the alma mater of IHSAA Commissioner Paul Neidig. Even more cool, talking with Paul at the games today, his brother is an assistant coach on the North Posey staff, and they've got some family coming up from Poseyville tomorrow. That will certainly be a lot of fun as well. Looking forward to seeing everybody from the 260 make the drive down 69. Class 4A then at 3 p.m. Northwood and East Central. Heard Paul Condry just talk about East Central. The defending champs have a chance at a 15-0 season tomorrow at three and then in class 6a crown point comes down from the northwest portion of the state to face off with ben davis that's at 7 p.m craig bazea in his third year at crown point longtime head coach at homewood flossmore in illinois one of my rival high schools uh, lincoln way east in frankfurt ben davis the giants russ man in his first year what a fabulous job at 12 and one the giants are on quite the roll at college basketball today quite a bit of action evansville survived against chattanooga 85-77 85-77 in overtime. The Purple Aces are 5-0. Ball State hammered Arkansas Pine Bluff 92-74. It was Indiana State by a pair against Toledo 76-74. Sycamores are 5-1, and they won three games in the Bulldogs Classic in Las Vegas coming out of there undefeated. Sycamores are hot. I'm Brendan King. 
Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Paul Condry rejoins us. You know Paul Condry. He needs no introduction. All right, so you had three great championship games today. Um, and just, you know, each one of them, Paul, great storyline in a great – I mean, here you have Shatard winning, a, again, a championship. Uh, Dave Pash's guys winning three in a row, playing uh, Adam Central three straight times. Uh, you know, how, how unprecedented that is. And then the story of Snyder, they, they didn't win it, what, a couple of years ago. Now they win it this year. And, and you're right, Kurt Tippmann's uh, as good as – there is a great great guy i think you have some similar things going on tomorrow i mean i think tomorrow will be equally exciting well let's start with the 6a game i think uh craig Buzzi has just done a masterful job everywhere he's gone one everywhere he's gone uh buzz is uh i was here i was uh did the 1994 state championship when he was coaching the portage i did that game back in 1994 and uh his group Going to hand our hands full with this Ben Davis team. Uh, I was talking with a couple of our coaching colleagues as well as Russ Mann uh, on Monday at Media Day. And what the most alarming stat that jumps off the page is that Ben Davis has 266 hurries on the season. If you're, most teams, you'll be happy if you get a 100 hurries. And I'm not saying they're padding the stats by any stretch of the imagination. Right. Right. But I've also talked to several coaches and said this is the fastest uh, Ben Davis team that people have talked about since Dick Dullahan's national championship team back in the, back in the day. And, uh, you know, this is a Ben Davis team that is uh, Tommy Gutowski. I talked with him a couple of weeks ago. We did a story for him on Colts.com. And uh, Tommy's just just a great leader. He's a guy who knows how to win. And I just think that uh, Crown Point's going to have their work cut out for them. If Crown Point can put together sustained drives of nine minutes and keep the Ben Davis uh, defense on the field and keep that pro – Athletic offense uh, uh, away from uh, uh, you know the Crown Point defense. Uh, it's going to be a, a good football game, but I think Ben Davis is the best team. But I would say this: is I think the East Central team uh, that's going to be matched up against the Northwood Panthers as the team uh, it could be it could be the most dominating team that we'll see tomorrow because uh, this the Northwood team's got some great athletes on the perimeter. Uh, Raider, their quarterback has had a solid year, but make no mistake about it. Quarterback, running backs, uh, they've been dynamic. Uh, their senior class has uh, set the standard bear for East Central football for moving forward. And I, I like Ben Davis, East Central. Those are my picks for 6A and 4A. 2A is, is going to be a coin toss. I really believe it. I think Bishop Lure's playing in the, in the Summit Athletic Conference. Some of the competition may be a little bit better, but Waylon Shank can slap me upside the noggin and say, not so fast, my friend, because they got to. They've had a great tournament trail right now, getting to the point where they're at right, right. now. And uh, right. But the 2A game is, uh, is, is truly going to be one of those games that I honestly don't know who's going to win. But, Coach, when you and I had this conversation back in August, we talked about Snyder having a chance to win. We, I told you that Chittard was right. going to win. I told you Glutherm was going right. to win. I thought right. East Central was going to win. The big question is who's going to win 6A. That was one that uh, was obviously – going to come down to ben davis and of course the two-way game is just uh well it comes see come sigh i'm not sure who's going to win coach 
Well, you are the great prognosticator. That's why you wrote the book. It's called The Indiana Football Digest. Come on. Come on now. You know that. Uh, all right. I'll, I know I know you got a busy – you've had a busy day. you got another busy one tomorrow. I, I'm going to let you go. I'll talk to you tomorrow night at the end of the night. We'll recap it and look back at the whole season. The best friend football has in our state is Paul Condry, and he's uh, one of my best friends, and I'm proud to say that. Happy to have him here. Get some sleep, and we'll talk to you tomorrow night okay great to be with you coach one more night to do it uh look forward to it thanks a lot paul you bet god bless paul paul condry paul condry from the regional radio sports network and the indiana football digest he and his whole team uh come down from indianapolis uh, for the finals um and again uh, no one no one's a better ambassador for football in our state than Paul and the Regional Radio Sports Network and the Indiana Football Digest. Short break. We'll come back, talk some more football on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. We're thrilled to have Kurt Darling join us. Kurt's with the uh, working with the IHSA Champions Radio Network today. Uh, he was uh, doing sideline. Excuse me. He was doing the play-by-play for the 5A game. We've talked with Greg Rakestraw about that. Snyder beats Decatur Central, 33-6. Kurt, thanks so much for the call. You got a chance to see a tremendous defensive effort today by Snyder. They they were almost flawless in what they did this afternoon. Yeah, Coach, the fact that they were able to hold a run-heavy offense like Decatur Central to less than 150 yards um, on the ground is certainly something impressive. And so for Wayne Snyder, you know, they, they they had come in with a chip on their shoulder, you know, because they, you know, coming out of that northern Indiana kind of area, you know, a lot of people, there was a lot of stigma right. among fans and stuff like that about how northern Indiana teams can exactly perform. Well, they've won back-to-back state championships in the Class 5A, Valparaiso last year, Snyder now this year. And so... But it really came down to just flash plays for Snyder because of the fact that they also had a tough time offensively. But your right-hand Buchanan was able to explode on that 80-yard <laughs> touchdown run and that 95-yard run as well, both of which really came out of nowhere. They came at the time where you least expected them from an offense like Snyder. But still, it was Buchanan had three touchdowns total on the day, mind you. He also had a passing touchdown from quarterback Kieron Billingsley as well. So just the fighting Buchanans for Wayne. Snyder certainly did a really good job against the Snyder team today. And uh, yet third state title and 150th win for head coach Kurt Tittman, mind you. So certainly lots of milestones for Snyder uh, hitting this game today. How crazy were you on the call? I mean, mean, literally two straight calls, those kinds of touchdowns. You must have been having as much fun as anybody in the building. Well, I was certainly having fun, but on that first 80-yard touchdown, Coach, I was actually in the middle of a live read when it happened. That's how unexpected it was. I thought I could, I thought I could fit a live read as they were going to right. snap the ball on that opening play uh, of the drive because they were starting on the 20-yard line. So, But still, that right, was how surprising, right. but still it was fun to call. And then the 95-yard one was just icing on the cake for Buchanan as well. So it was certainly, it was certainly fun to call on those ones. <laughs> well, you know what? If you get those two electrifying plays and you're you're locking people up defensively, you're going to win a state championship. 
Yeah, you are, and it's going to be the first time since 2015. You keep in mind, you might remember that barn burner of a game with, with New Pal back in 2015, which was 64 to 61. So right. certainly a right. very different identity for this particular game. Lots of defense, but um, also shout out to Ashton Vogel for Decatur Central as well. He hit two field goals over 35 yards to give those six points for Decatur Central. So lots of kicking in this one as well. That was certainly a big factor. I wish I had more time. I'm up against it. Kurt Darling, thanks so much for taking time to call. I'll look forward to talking to you in these upcoming weeks, talking about basketball. But great job today. I caught some of it. You were fantastic, as usual. And thanks for thinking of me and calling me. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Coach. You do the same. Thanks so much. Top of the hour scoreboard update coming up and then more high school football on Indiana Sports Talk.